Jesus in John chapter 8 was disputing with the Pharisees and the Jews. And their uh, contention was they based their, you know, their credibility and the fact that they could pretty much outthink Jesus or make it look like he was a nobody. And, well, they actually said he had a devil. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they wouldn't recognize him as who he was. And so they, they based their theories on the fact that they were Jewish, that they were Hebrews, that they were the father of Abraham. That's what they said. We're the father. Abraham's our father. But Jesus had a different take on that. And in verse 47, he that is of God, heareth God, heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not because you're not of God. Wow. 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 You're not of God because you don't hear God's words. That's what Jesus told them. And John in chapter 1 said, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So we base our faith and our confidence on our daily lives. Because I'm like you, Sister Mary. The, you know, I've done a lot of research and studying on the rapture and the end time and all like that. And it's really funny that you said that this morning because just a few days ago I thought the same thing. I thought... It really doesn't matter whether this is the, how close we are to the end time, or it doesn't matter. We live our lives every day trusting Jesus and living for God. And we have to have faith in this world, no matter what happens, whether, you know, we go by way of the grave or the rapture or uh, when it happens or if it, you know, it doesn't matter. What really matters is you have to have faith for today. I have to have faith for today. And to have that faith, we have to trust something. When you sit down on that chair this morning, you trusted that that chair would hold you up. You trusted the chair. When you have faith in God, you have to have faith in something. We don't just believe that Jesus was an image on a cross. I mean, you can believe that. Knowing him will get you saved, but knowing his principles will get you through life. And that's different. You can come to him and know him and be saved and, and you know, be ready for heaven, but you need to know his principles to live every day on this planet. And Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he's saying, if you were of God, you would have believed God's words. Wow. Really, that's all God's looking for. He's looking for somebody to believe him. He's looking for someone to believe him. <laughs> He's looking for somebody to believe what he says. And if you obey him, you'll have to believe what he says. Because if you don't believe what he says, you're not going to obey him.
So in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. The w Jesus actually is the Word. He is the spoken Word in the flesh. He is the Word of God. There's power in the Word of God. We think about the Holy Ghost being powerful. It is. We think about uh, the miracles, the gift of miracles, the gift of the power gifts being powerful, and they are. But there's power and authority in the Word of God. In fact, there's two meanings in the Bible about the word power. One means dunamis, in other words, miracles and the miraculous that, you know, if a healing takes place or if Jesus walked on water, calmed a storm. But then there is the authority, and that's different. The authority comes from believing what God says and His Word being in you and being able to speak whatever God says, and it comes to pass. It's like putting a policeman out in the middle of 46, and that man has the authority to hold his hand up in the air and stop all traffic coming down the highway. Doesn't matter. 18-wheelers, whatever. Why? He's got authority. He has a position of trustworthiness from set there by the government. And what he says, as long as he's obeying the law, is what goes. There is a position of authority in the Word of God where you speak the Word and what you speak will come to pass. Well, come on now. And you don't have to feel, you know, you don't have to feel a shake it. You don't have to feel a quake it. You don't have to feel a fire. You just know that you know that you know that you know. Because you believe what God says in His Word. Jesus was arguing with these Pharisees and because they were Hebrews, they were claiming they were Abraham's children and that gave them the authority. Well, I believe that we're in uh, the time when God is bringing the Jews and the Gentiles and most of you, I guess you all know that, believe that too. I love this. Oh boy, I don't know where you all got this candelabra at. But that's gorgeous. I, I, huh? That's beautiful. Wow. But I believe God's bringing Jews and Gentiles together. And I believe they have to come together. I believe they have to come together as one before Jesus comes back. And so I believe Romans 11 tells us that. And so we're in that time span when God is bringing Jews and Gentiles together. So when you're saved and you come to Jesus, guess what? Even though you're a Gentile, you're a child of Abraham. I believe I am. I believe you are. And so Jesus is arguing with these Hebrews and, and he's arguing with these Pharisees and, and of course they know the Torah so they know the law. But Jesus is before the law. In fact, I want to read to you at the end of this chapter what he said to them. And I'm going to read a little bit more in verse 48. And answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? They're telling him he's got a devil. Whoo. <laughs> Sometimes we get discouraged if somebody makes fun of us. 
How would you like for somebody to tell you you had a devil? And this is, I mean, come on now. This is Jesus. But his answer to them was, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me. <laughs> and I seek not mine own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Wow, what a promise. Well, we just leave this body and go on to be with him. That's not really death. That's just kind of changing places. You're just kind of changing from this realm or this sphere on into glory. Hallelujah. And then said the Jews unto him, No, we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead and the prophets. And thou sayest, If a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead, whom thou makest thou thyself? And Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me, and whom you say that he is your God. And they just battering back and forth and battering back and forth. But what I wanted to get to was the last verse in this chapter, which says... <laughs> Well, I'm going to the next to the last. Verse 58. And Jesus saith unto them, Verily, I say unto you, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was. <laughs> before the Hebrew family. Before Moses on the Mount Sinai. Before the Torah, before all the Old Testament covenant and fighting and battling and in it. Oh, glory to God. If that don't make you feel like you got something in your soul, hallelujah to God. Before Abraham was, I am. I am. Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. I am. Wow. He existed before Abraham. Of course he did. He existed, amen, when Adam was formed in the garden. Of course he did. So Jesus is taking them all the way back before their heritage to the beginning. Before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. That's the God you have to get to know. Because it supersedes the law. It supersedes even anything or everything that's ever happened from the beginning. Before Abraham was, I am. And we are hid with Christ in God. Oh, come on. So if we're hid with Christ in God, we go back to the beginning. Our heritage begins... Before the beginning. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, you know, I, I just, I don't know how to serve God. I don't know how to walk with the Lord. I, I don't know how. And some people try to, without works, of course, the Bible said, you know, faith without works is dead. But if we have faith in the God that created Adam and Eve in the garden and said, be 
fruitful and multiply and take dominion. I got to talk to somebody a little bit. Take dominion. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? That doesn't mean that we're always subject to everything that happens on this planet. That means that we can take dominion over sickness. He actually said, I want you to be in control of all the animals. That means that you take dominion over the planet and you dress it and you take care of it. I, I, I have a, a friend who has this saying. It's in God's hands. Every time something happens, he'll say this. Well, it's in God's hands. Good, bad, or indifferent, Sister Mary, he'll say, it's all in God's hands. It's all in God's hands. And then I have to get, I have to get my faith out. I have to get my faith out and have to say, now wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not all in God's hands. And the reason I say it's not all in God's hands is because God put it in your hands. Because God put it in your hands. I got to say that again. God put it in your hands. He said, take dominion. And you know, as I searched the scriptures, here's what I found out. When man fell in the garden, and later that sin grew until he sent a flood, after the flood, when Noah came out of the ark and he offered a sacrifice to God, God told Noah to do the same thing said, I want you to be in dominion over the animals. I want you to be in control over the animals. I want you to be in control of the earth and multiply. Wait a minute here. You mean God really intended for man to run the planet? Now, when you're saved and born again, you may have the fallen nature body, but you've got a new creature on the inside of you. Born again, new creature. Come on, somebody say, I'm born again. Somebody say, I'm a new creature. Somebody say, I have power over all. The power of the enemy to tread on serpents and scorpions. Come on. Now you can use it or you can lose it. And I'll guarantee you, if you don't lose it or use it, you'll lose it. You've heard that old saying about physical, you know, your body. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Well, if you don't use the power of God, you'll lose it. There's something about continuing in the faith of God and obeying the voice of God that keeps you walking in that faith and that courage and that dominion that keeps you ahead of the devil and on top of every plan he's got. Come on. Well, when Abraham came along, the Bible said that Abraham, he had that faith in God. God spoke to Abraham. He didn't have a Bible. 
He didn't have a Torah. He had the voice of God. And God said, I want you to leave her of Chaldees and I want you to go to a country, to a land you've never been to before. And I want you to do some things. And I'm going to give it to you. Hey, when God says he will, he will. But we got to obey. Because if we don't obey his voice, we'll never receive what he's got for us. Come on. But when God says take a step, that's what you do. You take a step. Somebody say, well, I don't know what about step two. What am I going to do about step two? How am I going to, what am I going to do when it comes time for step two? It's really weird about the things of God because sometimes he don't give you the whole plan. He gives you the plan one step. Somebody say one step at a time. And when you take that one step, then you begin to understand. That's a step of faith, right? And then you begin to understand because you obeyed the voice of God, right? God will never, never fail you when you obey his voice. Never. So when you take that one step, then God will open up what else to do. And he'll open up the way for the next step. Come on. And we just take step by step walking in the faith of God and in the will of God. Abraham left his country, his family, took his wife and his cattle, and he went to a land he had never been before. He didn't have an air-conditioned vehicle to cross the desert. He didn't have a Walmart to stop at. There wasn't a McDonald's on the way. He just obeyed God. Obedience, the Bible said, is better than sacrifice. And to hearken than the fat of rams. So whenever you obey that voice of God, when you obey that little voice of God, then God puts the faith in your heart to obey the next step. Come on. I want to go to Galatians chapter 3. Love, love, love Galatians chapter 3. Now you got to remember, we're children of Abraham. We're children of Abraham. We're walking in the will of God. We're born of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we're not, we're not just out here on our own doing our own thing. But we're in a plan that God has for you and I. I don't think God ever planned for us to be poor. I don't think God ever planned for us to be sick. I don't think God ever planned. I can't find it. Amen. The apostle said, I would that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So that tells me that your soul's got to learn something about God. Your soul needs to prosper. And when your soul prospers, your health will prosper. Your finances will prosper. You can prosper in the things of God when you obey His voice. Come on now. I know we struggle sometimes with different things in life. That doesn't mean sickness won't come. That means you can have the victory over it. Amen. Amen. That doesn't mean that financial problems doesn't come. 
that means that you can get the victory over it. Come on. So if we're children of Abraham, and before Abraham was, somebody say, I am. Who is I am? Who? Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want to talk to us again. I got I to gotta, I gotta, kind of reiterate this again. Before Abraham was, I am. So we're not depending on the law to make us holy. We're not depending on our works to make us holy. We're not depending on anything but the blood of Jesus and the works of Christ on the cross and the fact that before Abraham was, I am. He is God from the beginning. He is God to the end. He is God all over the world and all over the universe and all over everything we do, but we cannot depend on Him to do it all for us. We have to do something. We have to walk in faith. Now, here's what he said in Galatians chapter 3. I love this. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith. Through what? Okay. Faith cometh by. And hearing by. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What are we going to put our faith in? A denomination? No. Are we going to put our faith in our own ability to do things? What are we going to put our faith in? The Word of God. <laughs> the Word of God. We're going to put our faith in the Word of God. If God said it, I believe it, and it's so. If God said, ask and you shall receive, knock and it shall be opened, seek and you shall find, I believe he means what he says. How about you? If God says he's a healer and by his stripes you were healed and by his stripes you are healed, I believe it. What about you? Amen. And so what he said was the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, in thee shall all nations be blessed. Well, that was true. We know that worked out. Abraham had one son of promise. His name was Isaac. He had another son of promise. His name was Jacob. And Jacob had 12 sons of the 12 tribes of Israel. So our heritage goes back to Abraham. But before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. So they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Now, I want us to hear this. I want us to hear this. So they which be of faith. Somebody say, I'm a faith believer. That's a little weak. I'm a faith believer. Somebody say, I am a, I'm justified by faith. Faith in what? All right. Faith in Jesus. Faith, and He is the Word. He is the Word. I am justified by faith. And He said, We're blessed with who? Who are we blessed with? 
Abraham. Let me ask you today, was Abraham poor? Was Abraham sick? Did Abraham have battles? Sure he did. But Abraham was a wealthy man. Abraham was a well man. Abraham was a man who said when God told him to do something, he just did what God said do. When God says go forward, you go forward. Come on. If we're going to be children of faith, we've got to walk by faith. If we're going to be children of faith, we're going to walk by faith. If we're going to be children of faith, we're going to walk by faith. If we're going to be children of faith, we're going to walk by faith. It may look impossible. It may look like it can't happen. It may look like it'll never happen. But if God's word declares it, and we walk in obedience to God's word, it'll happen. Come on, somebody say, I'm a child of Abraham. And I walk by faith. Not by sight. Hallelujah. Let's say that again. I, I believe we're going to get this today. I believe we're going to leave here today and we're going to know without a shadow of a doubt more than we have ever known that we are who we say we are. I'm a child of faith. I'm a child of Abraham. I walk by faith. I believe what God says. His promises that belong to me, I'm going to receive. And I'm going to live by what God says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to live by what he says. Hallelujah. I'm not going to live by what I feel because I don't feel real good every day. <laughs> some days, I'll tell you, Brother David, some days it don't look like, it don't look like it's going to happen. But it doesn't make any difference what things look like. We're not walking by sight. Somebody say, I'm not walking by sight. I'm walking by faith. And I'm resting in the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We don't walk by sight. We don't live by feeling. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says we live by feeling. I sung that little chorus a while ago. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. I kind of like that chorus. But there's times when I don't feel it, Sister Mary. And I just have to flat believe what God said. Come on. Hallelujah. Uh, there's a little chorus we sing sometimes. You take one step and he'll take two. There ain't no limit what God can do. If you go, don't worry about yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you, God will show up when you take a step. Hallelujah. By faith. Come on, let's, let's just do this again, because I'm telling you. By faith, I live in a world 
of no faith. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I got uh, by faith. I live in a world of doubt and unbelief. But I am a citizen of another country, of another kingdom. And I live by the rules and the principles of that kingdom. By faith, by faith. The Bible tells us in, in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, he's talking about faith. And he says, by faith, these, these people, they subdued kingdoms. They wrought righteousness. They stopped the mouths of lions. Well, how would you like to be thrown in a lion's den? <laughs> yeah, and we may feel like that again sometimes. <laughs> but we're not a citizen of this world. Come on, we're not citizens of this world. We are, but we're not. We're citizens of a kingdom. Somebody say kingdom. The kingdom has a king. His name is Jesus. Whatever he says, that's what rules the kingdom. Come on. Hallelujah. We're living in a nation today that used to embrace Christian values. But a lot of people in this nation don't embrace Christian values anymore. So we're going to just going to have to learn to be a little bit tougher. Somebody say, I'm going to be tougher. I'm going to have more faith than ever. I'm going to walk by faith. In spite of what the world thinks, I'm going to walk by faith. Hallelujah. Guess what? When you're watching the evening news, that don't feed your faith. <laughs> when you're watching the evening news, and I'm not telling you not to watch the evening news, but I'm just telling you that don't feed your faith. So if you watch the evening news, then you may have to put some uh, faith words in your mind when you shut it off. Come on now. Amen. Why? Because we're in an... I, I tell you how I feel. I feel this. In, I can't say I feel this. I can say I see this in my spirit. I see an army. I see an army that is marching for God across this land. We're just a little bit scattered. Some of us are over here. And some of us are over there. And some of us are over yonder. We may not all be in the same building at the same time and in the same place, but there's an army. There's an army of believers in this land. And God is raising up an army of believers that are going to trust Him for miracles, that are going to believe Him for the impossible. Somebody say impossible. I got to talk to you today about impossible because it's going to look, Brother David, impossible sometimes. So I got to talk to you about impossible because sometimes it's going to look impossible. But 
But in Mahosha command out of my Kasataya. But when it looks impossible, says the Lord, look to me and my word, saith God, and believe what I say and walk in my ways, and you will see it happen and come to pass, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Impossible. <laughs> With God, all things are possible. <laughs> With God, I got to talk a little bit. I'm trying to close this down. I got to talk to us a little bit. With God, all things are possible. All things. All things. All things are possible. I got to feed your faith because you need faith for the journey. I need faith for the journey. I get faith for the journey from the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, do you face doubt and unbelief? Sure. Amen. Everybody does. The world's full of it. The world's filled with it. But when we're filled with faith, hallelujah, unbelief and doubt dissipate, and they have to stand back and watch God move. Come on. I said doubt and unbelief has to stand back. I said doubt and unbelief has to stand back and watch God move. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> we got this old saying, you know, God can. God can. We say, oh, I know God can. Well, we all know God can. But do you believe God will? Come on. Do you believe God will? Somebody say, I believe God will. I believe God will. Well, you're getting a little weak. Amen. Amen. I believe God will. I believe God will. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I believe He will. The just shall live by faith. Not by sight. It's not how it looks. It's what God says about how it's going to be. Come on. And when God says it's going to be, it'll be just like He says. Hallelujah. Let Him talk to your spirit. Let Him talk to your spirit. There's so many voices today. I mean, you know, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just turn my phone off. I turn the sound off, you know, and I, I don't, I, it's really strange. I don't know if people, do, do y'all fast and pray anymore? You fast and pray. Turn everything else off. Shut everything else out. Shut yourself in with God and be willing to take time. Just take time. Don't set a time limit on God. Say, well, God, if you don't move in the first five minutes, I've got this and this and this to do. So I'm, I'm. So I'm moving on, Lord. No. <laughs> See, folks didn't used to have all this stuff coming at them that we've got coming at us today. With the internet and cell phones and Wi-Fi and television and, you know, I, I, Facebook and Instagram and all this. I mean, we've got so much stuff coming at us today. Amen. I hear, oh, I've got to tell this. 
Now don't get upset with me. I hope nobody's done this. Because I don't want to make nobody mad. I don't want to make nobody upset. But this just really, I almost responded to this preacher on Facebook. Because he said his prayer on Facebook before he went to bed. And he wrote on Facebook what he wanted God to do before he went to bed. And put it on, he posted it on Facebook. And he didn't just do that once, he did that twice. He did that the next day again. What he wanted God to do, he put it on Facebook. And I, I almost said, brother, God ain't on here. God's up there. And why don't you get off of here and talk to God up there? <laughs> now, some of you like that and some of you didn't. I mean, that's okay. I'm, I'm on Facebook. Come on. And I post stuff on Facebook. And, you know, I, I, I have fun on Facebook. But when I want to answer from God, Sister Mary, when I want to hear from God, honey, when I want to hear from God, uh-uh, I ain't posting it on Facebook. I know Him. And I know how to talk to Him. And He knows how to talk to me. Come on, hallelujah. And I shut old Facebook down, amen. And I find me a quiet place and I get a hold of God. Come on, amen. Hallelujah. Well, I didn't want to hurt that preacher's feelings, so I didn't say nothing to him. I just prayed for him. I thought, Lord, help him to realize you ain't on Facebook. You're, <laughs> come on. Okay, well, we'll move on. We'll move on. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. We're not under the law. I, I love the Torah. We learn a lot of things. I, I love to, I, I, I want to go to that. You guys are having a Passover thing. Can I have that? Can I go to that? Can I go to that? I want, I'd love to go to that. I'm thinking about going to that. Okay. Hallelujah. And I love, to, I love to observe the feast. But he said, as many as are of works of the law are under the curse. I don't want to be under a curse. For it's written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. I can't do all those things. We cannot do that. How can you do all those washings and all those cleansing and all that? And even if you try to obey the Ten Commandments, sooner or later you're going to mess up. Come on, amen. But that is, no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It's evident for the just shall live by faith. I want you to have faith for your journey. I know it seems a little strange. It seems a little like out there. Like maybe, oh, you know, people go, oh, yo, you know, you're talking about faith. You're talking about, you know, you're talking about walking in something you can't see. You're talking about believing for things you can't feel. You're talking about believing for stuff you can't see. You're talking about believing for stuff that's impossible. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Come on. How many's ever been healed by the power of God? Almost all of you. Almost everybody here. Praise the Lord. Well, you were healed by faith. You weren't healed by doubt. Somebody prayed the prayer of faith and you were healed. How many of you have seen a miracle? Some of you have seen a miracle. Well, you didn't see a miracle by feeling. You saw that miracle by faith in God. You could believe for something that you can't do. 
human minds can't do, human hands can't do, but God steps in and intervenes. He's put these things in our hands. It's not all in His hands. I understand that God is going to do some things regardless of what humanity does. But our everyday journey of faith depends on how we take a hold. I got to talk to you just a minute. How we take a hold of the Word of God and we put it in our heart and we put it in our mind and we put it in our soul and we walk in the Word and we don't listen to the doubt and we rebuke the unbelief and we reject the fear and we take a step in the faith of God. Woo, hallelujah. And we believe what He says and we just walk in what He says. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. That's okay, let the gainsayers say whatever they want to say. Let them scoff if they want to. Won't hurt my feelings. I'm still going to live by faith. Let them say whatever they want to say. I'm still going to live by faith. I'm still going to live by faith. Let them think what they want to think. I'm still going to live by faith. If they don't like my Jesus... I'm still going to live by faith. If they don't believe in the kingdom of God, that's all right. I'm still going to live by faith. Come on, hallelujah. I didn't come this far on my journey to give up now. I didn't come this far on my journey to quit now. Amen. Glory to God. I just need a little more faith. Amen. For my journey. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. We're going home someday, but we got to stay here and get this job done till we get ready to go home. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. I don't know what opposition we'll face before that day comes, but God put something in our hands, Brother David. God put it in our hands, and He said, You take dominion. You take dominion. You take dominion. And get the job done that I gave you to do. Hallelujah. I don't know if you know Jesus today. I assume everybody here does. But if there's anybody here that doesn't, I want to give you a chance to just get to know him. And if you do know him and you have a need today, we'd be glad to pray for you. So let's just stand. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence. Faith is when you take that step of faith. You take that step of faith and believe God for the miracle you need in your life. He wants to heal you. He wants to bless you. That's why He died. That's why He came. That's why He suffered. I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. 
I was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about disease and sickness and different things and this person said to me, well, you don't know what's going to happen to you before you leave here. You could, you know, you could end up here or this could happen to you or whatever and I had to rebuke them. You can either agree with doubt or you can rebuke it. Is that bad, David? You either have to, you'll either agree with doubt or you'll rebuke it. And in love, I rebuked him. We have a mindset a lot of times that don't, don't add up to the Word of God. It don't agree with the Word of God. Sometimes we have a mindset that doesn't agree with God's Word. We've kind of in America today got this mindset, when I get a certain age, I'll be in a nursing home and then I'll die and I'll be gone. I can't find that in the Bible. If it ain't in the book, I don't believe it. So you'll either find yourself agreeing with doubt and unbelief or you'll find yourself quoting the Word of God and saying, but God said. You don't have to argue. But you know what? I'm going to tell you this today. That's how doubt works. Sows a little seed in your mind. Words have power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Words have power. And I'm just trying to help you today to know how to stay in faith. Words have power. And sometimes whenever people come up with a lot of doubt and unbelief and different things. And so I quoted the Word of God to him. I said, well, Moses stood on his, leaned on his staff and looked over the promised land. I said, even his eyes weren't dim. I said, I'm wearing glasses. I don't even need to be doing that according to the Word of God. Either we believe it or we don't. Either we believe what? <laughs> you can believe it and receive it. For you you can't receive it for somebody else but you can receive it for you Amen. you can receive it for you it's amazing really it is what God can do if you believe it So it didn't say in there. Well, I've heard this. I've heard this theory too. You know, you're on the blessed side of seventy. Did you ever hear that one? Like when you get to seventy, it's all over, and you might as well hang it up and go home or whatever. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I'm just sowing some seed here. You can accept the seed of doubt and fear and unbelief and live in fear and unbelief and end up sick and end up dying early. Or you can believe what God said and you can walk in the faith of God and believe His Word. Amen. But it's a struggle in your mind because somebody will sow that seed in your brain. They'll say, oh, the flu's going around.
You know, you've heard that. Oh, the economy's bad. You know how all that, you know. I mean, you've heard all this stuff, right? And it's when you train your brain. Somebody say, train my brain. Train my brain. I believe it. Train my brain to think faith. Yes, ma'am. I heard one prayer up here. She said, train my brain to think faith. Train my brain to think faith. Come on. Train my brain to think faith. Train my brain to think faith. Woo, hey. Learn to think for yourself. Think the word. Speak the word. Say the word. Somebody told me, you know. And I just, I, I have to come up with the word. I have to tell them what the word says. I have to tell them what the word says. What scripture in the Old Testament? He said we have 120 years. Well, you can get a lot done in 120 years. I see these posts on Facebook. I see these posts on Facebook, Sister Mary. And they say, well, you know, whenever you get old and you can't move and you can't, and you're aching and you're painting and you can't do this and you can't do that. And, you know, you see them post on Facebook and they do that and they go there. And I'm thinking, well, you said it about yourself. I ain't saying it about me, but you said it. So I guess it's, I guess that's the way it's going to be. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Speak faith. Make yourself. Make yourself speak faith. Say self. You're going to talk faith. I don't care how you feel. You're going to talk faith. You're going to talk what God says. You're going to say what God says. Does anybody want prayer? God talked to me one day about complaining and murmuring. Has he ever talked to you about complaining and murmuring? So when I started trying to think faith, get my mind full of faith, you have to study the Word. Somebody said, I don't like to study. Well, if you want to have faith, you've got to study. And so... One day I kind of I kind of fell off the wagon and I started complaining. Did you ever do that? And God checked me. I mean, the Holy Ghost stopped me. He said, "You know, look what you're saying. Look what you're talking about." I said, "Oh Jesus, I'm sorry, Lord, have mercy, Jesus, help me." <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> The faith of God. I don't know who all prays for people around here. Who all prays? Everybody prays for people. Yay! We got. If any two shall agree on earth as touching any one thing, it shall be known of our Father which is in heaven. And, uh, God.